Hello, Michael here with a quick introduction of the new Detention Live show. Detention is now a streaming show on Twitch every Wednesday from 9 until 10.30ish, featuring Scott, myself, Matt, and a host of rotating guests from within and without of our network. I also want to warn you that with these detention episodes, we get a little bit loosey-goosey. Uh, we're much more likely to use adult language. We go off on weird tangents, and we do a lot less editing of these episodes, so they're not quite as tight as like a faculty meeting episode or a show-and-tell episode. So if you enjoy that sort of thing, and it seems like most of you do because our detention episodes are quickly becoming some of our most popular, but if you're new or you're not sure, there will be probably more language than in our other episodes and a lot more tangents. You have been warned. And I'd also like to thank our sponsors. These detention episodes are sponsored by both BattleBards and Easy Roller Dice. And now, on to the show. Howdy all you kids out there in Radio Land, and welcome to yet another detention with uh, the RPG Academy. Uh, I am everyone's favorite host. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm uh, subbing in for everybody's favorite co-host, uh, the Caleb G, who uh, Michael, of course, was subbing in for the Caleb G, and Michael is out, and so I'm like the second runner-up in that pageant contest, right? It, it fell to miscongeniality, me, obviously, because... Uh, you know, the, the, the first runner-up and the winner were, were unable to fulfill their duties. So, I'm here to hold you hooligans hostage in the RPG Academy After Hours detention. Uh, with me, stuck in detention, is uh, Matthew Parody. Say howdy, Matthew. Howdy, Matthew. That's uh, very literal. And, of course, uh, Shane Mundangerous. Say hello to the folks out there in Radioland. Hey, Scott. Hey, people in Radioland. Glad to be here. Talking to you guys. Talking to me talking to you talking to me awesome excellent so welcome everybody as i said we're we're gonna get this show on the road uh we we have a, a pretty robust format we usually start with uh, extracurriculars then we move on to used books and we round out the episode with cryptozoology but first uh we're gonna have a little uh, bit of a warm-up and it's not a stalling tactic for time at all and uh matt is gonna lead us in our warm-up oh i sure am Scott, I would like 10 things that you wish were from the monster manual that came to your job today. All right. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go bugs. One. Uh, managers. Two. Uh, typos. Three. Uh, leaving early for lunch. Four. <laughs> Unexpected fire drills. Five. Uh, let's see. Uh, paper cuts. Six. Team members who turn on you at the last second. Seven. Rogue dice. Obviously. Eight. The clap trap on your desk, it's a trap. Nine. <laughs> and uh, email that you don't read. Ten. These are ten things. Very good. All right, Shane, uh, how about ten monsters that uh, you could encounter in the New York environs? Oh, uh, that is so easy. We see these on a daily basis. The worst are tourists, One. obviously. Uh, then you have rats the size of your forearm. Two. Then you have people who are waiting in line for dollar salads, even though it's 37 degrees out and clogging the sidewalk. Three. Uh, you have people who are staring up at the sky for God knows what reason. Four. Homeless people who are yelling at you and or preaching to you. Five. Unions who are protesting outside of your workplace for a company against a company that you don't work for, but Six. still giving you dirty looks because you crossed the union line. That's yeah, exactly you're you are a rat. Yep, exactly. Uh, baristas who screw up your order. Seven baristas who screw up your order and screw up your name on the cup. Eight is for dangerous Dane. that hard to spell. <laughs> no, I know, right? D A N E Dane, right? Bingo. <laughs> Then we also, of course, have crazy taxis that will run you down even when you're on the sidewalk. Crazy taxi. Good monster. Those are actually like mythical creatures, though. Um, And we have uh, cops, constables, just your regular garden variety on horseback. Ten. These are ten things. I love it. 
All right, Matthew, I want to hear about Latency. 10 monsters mm-hmm. that you have recently run into on the train. On the train. Okay. Yes, only um, train bound monsters, please. Only this train bound monsters. Theme. Yep. 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 Gotcha. Gotcha. Roadkill golem. Mm. One eared rabbit. Two. Uh, sick pigeon. Three. Sick Long Island girl. Four. Broken high heel. Five. Pizza monster. Mm-hmm. Six. A dying man. The number after six. <laughs> there are many numbers after six. The train conductor. Eight. All those tickets put into a pile and set on fire. Nine. And a Yeti. Ten. 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 That's, there we go. That's very nice. I've very seen nicely them all. done. All right. With uh, that, we're, we're going to migrate <laughs> right Ooh. into extracurriculars. I, I think we got little glimpses of, of all of our lives in there. But uh, what are we doing outside of taking the train and avoiding baristas and uh, apparently being sabotaged by coworkers? Ign- Ignoring emails, yeah. I was gonna say ignoring, ignoring emails. Ignoring but... emails, yeah. That was yeah, that was uh, more prominent. Turns out they, <laughs> they pile up. I don't I don't know. I know a guy at work who literally hasn't checked emails in at least two weeks. So everything he does is two weeks late and he still works there. He's like, Oh we, the, the uh, this is gonna happen today. Can I see the email for this? Uh this was two weeks ago. Yeah, man, oh you know, it's just a crazy day. That guy is my day. spirit animal. <laughs> for for a fortnight? It's been a crazy day? Fortnite. Hey, it's been a crazy fortnight. <laughs> you know. You don't know. I, I don't. Fortnights are hard. <laughs> but uh, He's, that, he's clearly good. confused because payday was two weeks ago. And yet, like, he doesn't know if he's still going to be here for the next payday. <laughs> exactly. So he's not so going like, to do work until... Screw, he's going to screw off until then. You know what? Right. Okay. That, you know what? Thank you for making this make sense. Now tomorrow I can go into work and when I have to tell him something, I'm going to go, you do you, girl. You do you. It's it's uh, sage advice. So, uh, yeah. What, 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 what else are we up to, fellows? Chumleys? How's life? Shane, how's cold? <laughs> it's cold. Uh, temperatures are lower than normal, um, which produces the effect of not being comfortable. I, I I can appreciate that, and so you've you've chosen a hat rather than uh, the hipster standard scarf. Uh, yeah, well, I don't need the scarf; I need the hat. You have uh, and also to keep you you pretty comfortable down there. I got the beard is uh, is working for me, man. Oh yeah, it, it's got I got the neck beard. I got that attachment oh, added yes. on. Yep, um, yep, yep. It was an upgrade. That, yeah, that yeah. bonus. Yeah. You, yeah. you got that feet. The thing is, you buy the beard, you might as well keep the neck for free. You yeah, know? why not? Free scar. Yeah. Um, if if it doesn't get in the way, I say keep it. Also, like I can't turn on the heater because it's right next to where I record podcasts. So so it gets you too hot in the house, still cold. That's that's complicated. Oh no no, it's too noisy. It's for all of our dozens and dozens of listeners. Dozens. There are literally dozens of us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, there's one less because I'm here. I know, which which is a real problem because there was two. So <laughs> right. That's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The danger of inviting your listeners onto the show is that uh, they don't listen anymore. It's, it's no, I did have right. a, uh, I did have a fun time on social media yesterday. Would you like to hear about it? I would love to I, hear about it. Hey, it's an extracurricular. Okay, so it starts on Twitter, like all good social media stories. I there sent a is. tweet that got like 15 likes, which is about record. 10 more likes than I usually get on my tweets. Mm-hmm. Outside, then, outside of getting married or or engaged or something, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So then I went over to our parents' social media preference, Facebook, and sent the exact same message via Facebook. And I got like 115 likes, which is about 107 more likes than I usually get on Facebook. Holy Uh crap. So I would like to read this tweet to you guys and and let me know what you think, because I have thoughts. Yeah. Shoot. My wife was published in a medical journal today. I made pork tacos, so we both had a good day in our own way. I, I saw that tweet. I like that tweet. I so many I, people are proud of my tacos, you guys. <laughs> my pork tacos, like people are really into it. I, I, I want to know more about these pork tacos. Okay, so is, I got to be honest. Actually, all like, your wife's friends who were excited that she got published. I know. Yeah, they were, and like family too. Yeah. No, they were super excited about my tacos because they heard that I cooked. Mm. I mean, you got all that new silverware and and cookware. You might as well use it once. 
It, it is better than just yeah. It was also it was our our two month anniversary, so I made tacos. Whoa! Oh, you our, made them for her? Oh, that you didn't even include that. I just assumed you just made tacos. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, when your when your second lunaversary falls on a Tuesday, I mean, what else are you gonna make? To be fair, also it helps if Blue Apron uh, sends you tacos that week. Oh, okay. This is all bullshit now. I okay. Uh-huh. I'm gonna take you back my cook. like. I'm gonna take back my comment. This is all nonsense. Undo retweet. I was told yeah. that I was allowed to plug anything as long as it was via <laughs> bit. So if I'm doing a bit, I can plug anything. Is that true? Uh, yes, sure. Well, what, okay, away. hang on. Are you plugging Blue Apron? We'll take this out though because Blue Apron has not yet sponsored us. Hashtag Blue Apron. If you want us, come get us. Little, little dollar bill, yo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little of that action. Great. Or I'll take like a free subscription. Ooh, food. That, you know what I'm saying? Be, yeah, get it in trade. That'll be the second thing that actually gets sent to my apartment. You know, that, yeah. that's something I miss from uh, being a younger person is being able to pay for things in trade. Like when you delivered pizza, it was real easy to get stuff in trade, right? You bring over some pizza, they cost you and Domino's nothing, you take back whatever, right? Or like, uh, you know, my girlfriend, she was a barista, right? And, and so she'd take like coffee and lunch over to the bar next door and she'd get shots, right? Like, because they don't care. Um, oh, yeah. Like kind of like the way that you used to like get help moving by offering beer. Yes, and and I feel like uh, adulthood has robbed uh, trade from us. There's no longer barter, right? Yeah. It's it's not a yeah. lot of people looking for whatever obscure crap we do to be done around the house or like oh yeah like you do obscure crap that I'm into and I do obscure crap that you're into. We could do like that. That just never happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I totally missed that memo too. I stocked up on Bud Light to pay all my friends, and then like we got too old. <laughs> So if Everyone's you guys like, want to come oh, over and have some Bud Light, and they're like, oh, no, dude. I'm really into this IPA microbrew down in Brooklyn. Do you know of it? And they're like, I got this fridge full of Bud Light. Dude, stop insulting me. You're harshing my vibe. And then they stopped answering your text messages. Yeah. And then they started vaping. It's the worst. Ugh. <laughs> I feel like adulthood robbed the pleasure of all beers for me except Michelob Ultra. <laughs> Michelob Ultra like, stood strong. So few calories. I know, right? And it still tastes vaguely like beer. I know. You can have two. I feel you. Yeah, except it comes in that stupid skinny can. I kind of like it. Oh, well, Doesn't have, it also come in that really I, I, weird bottle? I was, was going to say it. A skinny bottle. I, I do the skinny bottle. What, what do you mean, skinny can? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I like to help the environment, so I get aluminum cans. Well, right. Because, okay. You know what? We're just. I don't know. Right. Whatever. Just, yep, yep, just leave it. Yep. yep. We're going to let that go. Uh, it, um, it, recycling glass in the United States is kind of pricey because people can cut themselves. It's true. Yeah. But in most Actually, places, it's cheaper. This glass is 100% recycled. It's stamped on it. The, uh, it they're very proud of their. It's an odd thing glass. to advertise. Yep. Um, also, you're not allowed to advertise recycled glass unless it's part of a bitmap. We established those rules earlier. Yep. <sighs> And we drink. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, just casual. Just casual. Ah, so uh, we we have a question in chat, Matt. What is in what? your recycled glass? Oh, that is um, teacher's cream whiskey. Or like scotch, scotch cream whiskey. That's what it is. I think it's teacher's cream. Here in detention, only the finest teacher's cream for you, Matt. <laughs> it is a... S- <laughs> Ooh, wow, 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 wow. Perfect. Wow, okay. Hey, Scott, what have you been up to other than making us all uncomfortable? Well, I, I mean, are we going around the room? What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking a Four Roses Manhattan uh, made with Martini and Rossi Ooh. vermouth. Ooh, fancy. And uh, uh, Angostura bitters, probably. water in a beer glass because it has even fewer calories than Michelob Ultra. I still remember that day that I was drinking a beer, Scott, and you saw me drinking a beer, and then you went and got a beer, and you made me feel like I didn't have a problem for just that one night, and it's never happened again. Well, now now Shane's doing that, right? Now it's his. No, I know, I know Shane's doing that because Shane also has a problem. So it's it's you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. I'm not gonna die anyway. What have I been up to? Uh, Ah, tomorrow uh, at work, my office is playing hooky for the day. And so we're going to go out and, and have a beer tasting and learn really? improv. And yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's like a weird Thursday activity. That like, that feels like a Friday to me. Like a company-wide thing? Or is this yep. like an unofficial company-wide thing? All 32 of us. Like, 
It's gonna be. We're gonna. You know, we we can't even fit in a couple of Ubers. It's gonna be like crazy. <laughs> are you leading the improv thing? Is that a? Or no, are you? No, no, no. Actually, is it f- um, I, I friends I of yours. Like, uh, uh, no. I actually, uh, I, I saw the name of the teacher and I don't the instructor. I don't think I've met her. But uh, there because there's 32 of us. There's too many to do one activity uh, like of, of improv at a time, right? And so there's an alternative hip hop class, and I'm taking that. And, there and you it's, go. It, uh, I realized this evening that I don't know if it's going to be uh, singing or dancing. I was going to say, it sounds like a dance class. Doesn't matter. I'm yeah. going to love it. Maybe but, I'll do uh, it up. Maybe I'll do it both at the same time. I have a cousin who's super into hip-hop dance, and it is like, it's, it's a little bit strange how the body can move to a rhythm, you know? So, you know, uh, the rhythm is going to get you. Strange rhythm. That's a different dance. I'm, I'm not going to dress though? to impress. I'm going to dress to be sweaty and gross at work. There it is. Yeah, you, you definitely want to be wearing your Adidas track pants. And, Ooh, Tearaway, uh, yeah. Boom. Yeah, Tearaway would be ideal, but if not, just any any track pants will be fine. Any track Ooh. pants. Probably want to borrow a I have hoodie. track shorts, but they're actually from track, so they're really inappropriately short for work. <laughs> you know what? In a hip-hop dance-off, way. you're going to be killing it, bro. Yeah, look at them hairy thighs. <laughs> Long hairy thighs. Wow, I'm getting it right now, and it's not even Thursday yet. Woo! <laughs> Welcome to the pod, everyone. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's about uh, all that's up with me. Matt, have you talked hey. about what all is up with your life? Uh, does it have to be past tense, or can it be future yeah, tense? my thing's tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, we'll have a show on Friday. Hey. Uh, so that's a thing. And Where's then I have show, a show, Matt? It's in Port Jefferson, uh, no, New York. No, that was a trick. It's got to be a bit. Yep, 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 yep. <sighs> we, now, now we've got to do a, show? a Where's Matt on first or something. Where's right, your show right, on yeah. first? I don't know. I don't Third know. base. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's in uh, Port Jefferson, New York, three to three. Friday Night Face Off. Check it out. Improv Comedy. But on Saturday, I have another gig at a bar mitzvah where we're going to be teaching improv to 60 kids. That 60 like 60 and potentially 60 adults as well if they want to be involved i don't know how that's going to work there's only going to be four of us and get this the lady wants us to start the whole thing with a bit she wants us to like come out of the crowd like oh yeah doing start, a thing yeah, yeah and start then, with some and, sketch comedy <laughs> and then change the entire form of comedy exactly and we're like what are we gonna do and everyone's like we'll figure it out and i'm like great just fucking teach them how to do crowd work and then they could just spend the whole day making fun of each other and it'll be fine yeah exactly find a guy that looks like a guy you know and make fun of him you look like my cousin georgie are you my cousin georgie i'm your cousin georgie yeah because it's a bar mitzvah they're all fam okay you know what they're they're all cousin georgie i've I've ever i don't think i've ever been to a bar mitzvah really yeah i missed out they're um they're interesting it's like a sweet 16 but everyone's 12. It's a sweet 12. It's like yeah. a homecoming dance, except... No, it's just like a homecoming dance. But you everyone's dance? 12. You know what I'm saying? At least at a homecoming dance, you, it's like... You're like making sure you got that thing in your wallet. You're like, I got it, just in case. When you're 12, it's like, girls! So uh, so is, is, is it mixed gender? I, I sort of thought they were not for some reason. Yeah, no, they are. Yeah, no, sure. the par- well, the party is, but... A bar mitzvah is for a boy and a bat mitzvah is for a girl. That, that, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Bot yeah, yeah. It's different. It's different names for the same event for either. Gender. You have to gender the term or whatever. Yes, in, because it's the word in Hebrew is. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I've been to a bunch. Oh, I got to see if I can find my old yarmulke. It should wear it. Totally oh. throw them off. You should get a new yarmulke. Mm. Usually they give them out. Oh, usually they'll have yarmulkes like mm-hmm. at the door when you show up with like the 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 person bar mitzvah's name like oh, stitched in like it. Like keepsake yarmulkes. Yeah, exactly. Novelty yarmulkes. Yeah. So I have like a I have like a pleather pink one. That's the most recent one I got, and I would love to find that one. It's just like so. Boink. Is, is that like when when you know it's laundry day at the temple when people have dug out their like novelty yarmulke to wear that, exactly. that Saturday yep. Saturday right? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's go with that. No one's going to call us. There's no one in the chat. Yeah, there is. Redemption Pod is totally watching and probably has authoritative knowledge of Jewish yarmulkes and, and, and laundry and laundry day practices of said I, I Jewish yarmulkes. Yeah, now, now that all of our Israeli <laughs> listeners have left, let's talk about 
Let's talk about you. That's great. Tra- that's a great transition, Shane. Thanks. Yeah. In yep. the form of bits only. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Bits on bits. <laughs> so yeah. So so uh, yeah. Let's let's move the, this this uh, fail bus <laughs> right along uh, and uh, move on to used books. Used books uh, for those watching at home or on YouTube who've never enjoyed detention before. First of all, you should break more rules. And secondly, used books is is a section of detention where we discuss a campaign that has failed, sometimes spectacularly, spectacularly, Lurly, spectacularly. Yeah, you, go. you got it. I got your grammar, girl. Uh, sometimes hugely, bigly. Sometimes they fail bigly, but sometimes they just go out like a little sad whimper. And Tremendous failure. Exactly. But but uh, long story short, they're, they're these gems of ideas, kernels that are rattling around in your noggin that, that uh, won't ever seem to break loose. And uh, Shane, as our guest, I don't know if you had a specific tale of a, of a used book, a campaign that you thought died before its time. You wanted to share maybe a little bit about the campaign and then and then a little bit about the, the your favorite thing about it and a little bit about why it died. See if we can... Yeah, sure. And we'll highlight it and extract whatever knowledge is or horrible parts of it we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 fracking. We'll frack we'll it, like, right? We'll, we'll ooh, inject high pressure yeah. water into the idea and ooze out any of the goodness above and cause earthquakes. There we go. And then we can pollute everyone else with yep. what's left over. Yeah, yep. I, I mean, mean we can perfect. light our tap water on fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your 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 conceptual <laughs> space for other game ideas doesn't need clean groundwater, right? Because no, because that doesn't exist after this. Okay. Well, I play I play a lot of Warhammer 40k role playing games, so I'd heard. the groundwater was never clean to begin with. That's right. Ah, that's that's right. Well, the emperor it, blessed it, and that's it. It tastes say, like this. I like the emperor it. blessed it. It is clean. Speaking of Warhammer well, it's 40k, not unclean. <laughs> ooh, there you go. It's just it's just not clean. Right. Right. Yeah. Speaking of Warhammer 40k, found that book by the way, Shane. That picture is not in it. I'm pissed. Anyway, moving on. Go ahead. That was an incredibly personal anecdote that I'm sure everyone is very excited to have heard. But please, um, yeah. So, uh, so usually I'm busy recapping campaigns that were successful. So this is going to be a little dumpster diving for wow. me. Wow. Okay, uh, go ahead. Because 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 you're just you're just drowning in successful campaigns. You just it's just making it rain successful campaigns all over you all day yep. every day. What can you? I'm say? glad you felt the same way, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> so nice that sounds like a bit so like i feel like i get to explain now that on the total party thrill podcast we routinely ah. recap our uh, successful past campaigns I... so we've done an eberron campaign from level okay that's cool <laughs> yeah great no, no, check no. out total party uh, thrill yeah, if you no, want to hear so... about that it's, um, it's thrilling it's a party so i do have a fun totally. failed campaign though uh that that made it a probably longer than most failed campaigns we probably played like close to 20 sessions, like at least 15 wow. for sure. Wow. Yeah. So it was an online game that I had actually just recruited players for via Reddit. And I, I basically like... Wow. That's impressive. D&D 5e, um, okay. right at the beginning of 5e. So um, actually concurrent with when we were playing Eberron. But it was like kind of a homebrew world that I had sort of pieced together for another campaign and wanted to kind of explore a little bit. And the the concept of it was that they were going to be a mercenary company. And so they were just going to be doing like each arc would be a different assignment. Right. And so I could kind of play with different themes and, and whatnot sort mm-hmm. of within the same world and then sort of use the players to help flesh out the world as they did some world building for their characters and, and that sort of thing. Um, and so I started with the best way to start, recruiting for a group on Reddit, which is uh, a post that's like 2,000 words. Um, no, no, no. And I, I mean this did, seriously. Did you have a TLDR at the top? or uh, No, no, I didn't. And and for a reason, in the middle of it, I buried a sentence that was just like, you know, if you're interested in this and you've read this far, right, like you can skip. Um, but And it was basically just like, hey, like if you're interested in this campaign, you've done this much reading. Like I know that you're going to be a consistent player. Right. And I was pretty clear that I need people who, you know, are in my age group who have consistent schedules, in like can, can commit. Ageist much? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not playing with teenagers. I, I know wow. how that goes. Like wow. you, you get it, but, but you're cutting out the 45 year old return gaming crowd too. Oh, that's fine. That's oh. in my, that's basically my age group. That's basic. Shut up. Basically <laughs> your age group. Basically. It's basically, uh, uh, 
early 30s to death. That's that's my age group. <laughs> that's, my age group. that's the rest of the life. You know, it's it's just 30 and then eventually I die. But my age group is gainfully employed or established enough in life that they can have a consistent Saturday morning schedule. Oh, <laughs> like, people who are But also like work, not basically. still so young that they're hung over every Saturday like mm-hmm. I was for most of my 20s. Mm-hmm. You know? So yes. it was like it was like I was trying to hit that midpoint, right? Yeah, sorority life really exactly in, yeah kicked you in the nuts no when i was in a when i was a sorority girl it was <laughs> so hard so hard on saturday and sunday mornings i bet because I, all of I the rosé just goes straight to your head it was, it was hard <laughs> i get it i get jokes um anyway so yeah so we got this this group started it was it was over skype and um you know 5e campaign homebrew world got everything kind of set up got these really cool characters really cool backstories had some some nice stuff there and the first arc was this adventure where they were basically bodyguards for uh the prince of like a city-state uh or i guess it was the duke's uh like third son so like his his errant like uh you know non non inheriting son right uh who's just kind of a fuck up but you know what can you do he's he's the son Mm-hmm. So, um, so they were tasked with bodyguarding, and of course, during the parade, there's like a coup d'état, and so they had to uh, kind of go to ground, right, and and then figure out where did this uprising come from and who was behind it, and then figure out how to sneak the rightful heir and the duke and and the important political people out of the city in order to, you know, preserve some semblance of order, uh, so that then they could. Uh, you know, return to power and sort of depose. Uh, and so it all went really well. Like the first arc was, was really good. Like it was fun, like political intrigue. I felt like we, we built a lot of world stuff and um, there were some cool scenes and challenges. Like we, they, they staged like a wrestling match in the middle of a busy street in order to provide cover to break into a shop. Wow. <laughs> so it was like, Impressive. you know, they were like going off the top ropes against uh, NPCs or whatever. And it was just like, they were just rolling to uh, keep the crowd's attention. Like that kind of, you know, like that sort of stuff. And then some, some pretty tactical kind of combats. And it was, you know, it was, it was like it was what I want time. in a D and D campaign. Sweet. Uh, and then arc two happened and man, I blew it. <laughs> so then, then they were kind of rotated up to the Northern reaches, which were sort of the, the frontier where orcish hordes were still invading. Um, and so it was just this kind of constant state of maintaining, uh, like a battlefield. Um, and so it, it got into some kind of like mass combat situations um, and then the, the intent was going to be for the group to kind of have to infiltrate behind enemy lines and, and assassinate like a, like the tribal chief of the orcs in order to kind of get this group to recede back into their lands. Um, and somewhere around the point where they were sneaking through the mountain passes and in through a, a cave tunnel that was going to be a shortcut and was of course going to be a disaster, uh, the game just kind of fell apart. Like one player moved cross country and then the other two players like, you know, had stuff going on and it was just like, where are we? And like, can we get back together? And it was just like, we're not friends. So I can't really reach back out to you. Like we, we only got together for this one thing and now it's done. So that parade thing was like 20 sessions long or like 12 sessions long. Well, I mean the parade was like the, the instigating incident, right? It was like okay. So the parade was one. the instigating. So then yeah. that led then it for took like twelve sessions from the get him out of the city and then redepose <laughs> the coup or something. How long was each session? Yeah. Uh, like three or four hours. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it was political intrigue. Like you got to no, build that, the layers. No, I'm, you know? no, I'm I'm legitimately impressed with the fact that you had random strangers from Reddit Play that, that played long. that long in a in that sort of game, like like kudos like yeah. like bravo that's that was well done but, thanks uh, yeah is that weird i feel like that's not that weird i, <laughs> like, I, I don't know I, I guess i don't usually try randos maybe maybe it's it's personal terror how about you matt you have good luck with with uh reddit or folks? i've never done the reddit rando thing mm-hmm. uh i've done con games and i've filled the slot for, mm-hmm. for the most part mm-hmm. but I, I generally, but, but uh, just like twelve sessions of, of, this one 
thing of of surviving this aftermath of a coup d'etat through a through a former parade ground is it it just sounds crazy to me but maybe it's not crazy if i was sitting down doing it you know what i'm saying i, I mean like location wise right it was like a it was a city state so it was mm-hmm. it was like a big location right and there were right. there was like the different noble houses and then like the the different churches and the uh, the underground elements like the dock workers and the thieves guild i basically like cribbed the wire um <laughs> Ah, plus, plus nobility, right? Like I, I realized this afterwards because, like, I as I was kind of piecing together what I had created, second. I was like, "Oh shit, that's like I I've just I just made show. Baltimore." Okay. <laughs> See, I had Ravenor in my head the whole time. Like when you said parade and coup d'état, I was like, "From Ravenor?" Like, okay, yeah, yeah. So it would have been like uh, Lake Ravenor, except him chasing down. Wait, no, that, what are you talking about? It was two whole books before they got uh, Quixos to justice. Right. I'm just saying, like that's that was Ravenor's story was the whole parade thing and the debacle at the parade. Oh that's, yeah, that's well, what I was. Is, going is it off pronounced yeah. Ravenor? Yeah, it's pronounced it Ravenor. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah it's Ravenor. Ravenor too. It's Ravenor. Ravenor. I've sat, I've sat down with the author enough times to the to author. It's Ravenor. The author. What 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 what's the correct way to say it, Scott? Nothing. Nothing. The authoritative <laughs> way to say author is definitely whatever you just said. <laughs> like it. Well, good. So, so uh, what what sort of conclusions or or takeaways could we give to our our uh, live and YouTube audience about this? First of all, uh, political intrigue always a win. Yeah, that's. I'm just still impressed at the whole Reddit like random strangers like twenty sessions like political intrigue I, like that. I'm mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. I'm flying on that high right now. Maybe win. that's the takeaway then. Um, yeah, that it's it's doable that those people are out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can um, find folks. I mean, it's it's. I feel like finding folks is always like challenge negative one, right? There's there's a bunch of pre-challenges before, you know, actually being a good DM is, is the challenge. Yep. And and finding people to play with is, is really, really low end or high on that poll. So, so yeah, maybe yeah, it turns I, out internet can provide. It's like double blind session zero is how you have to do Reddit if you think about it, right? Double it's like session. you aren't going to know each other going into this, but like your session zero is basically that recruitment thread is all about getting people who are on board for what you're doing and and doing enough in that process to figure out who's going to be committed to the idea so So for me i could tell right because i knew what kind of campaign it was going to be so if they were interested in like political elements and houses and like what's my personal backstory then i was like cool so like you're going to get it you're going to build a character who's going to interact with the world and if it was like well i'm really interested in playing a cleric then i'm like uh i got that game too it's going to be diving into dungeons and it comes out of a book and like maybe we can play that on sunday but also like Mm. i'm not going to play that game with you Mm -hmm. gotcha Mm -hmm. so my first question is you know what i mean so it's like go if you were finishing thought oh no i was trailing off dramatically (laughs) oh okay so my first question is where'd you start like level wise and where'd Uh, you guys get to i think they started level three okay or maybe maybe they started level two and like immediately leveled up mm-hmm. um, after the end of the parade. Like holy crap! Dang. Yeah, like and, and like that that session ended. Like it was kind of a cool moment. Um, they they did a bunch of stuff to like prepare, you know, because they were bodyguards, right? So they had done like a ton of investigation, uh, but they didn't have like an escape plan. Like they didn't set up a safe house in the event that they needed to evacuate. But they did like learn the streets. Hmm. So okay. it was like cool. We know how to get. We don't know where to go. Uh, and so like I ended up having like just kind of improving in the moment, right? I was like, oh yeah. So he, he definitely knows of a place that's like pretty secretive. Uh, and it turned it out, turned out it was his mistress's like house, uh, which he then takes his, you know, like his wife into. And so like, that was like that, that like the session ends with like his mistress screaming, like, and his wife like recognizing and like awkward, it's like, okay, cool. Who's in for session two? <laughs> and this guy's got like a halberd. He's like, <laughs> you guys know each other? Yeah, no? exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yes? Yeah? No? Okay, I'm going to go. Um, hmm. And that, that, that makes an interesting question. information leak potential too, right? That that now they're staying with the uh, the the girlfriend, but the girlfriend may want to rat him out, right? That's, I, I like uh, oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there, there's a lot of political angle to that. There was a lengthy debate on what they're not to kill her. Wow. <laughs> and then, not just tie and her then, up. Wow. And then whether or not to, yeah, to, to just unlawfully uh, restrain her. And uh, they ended up, uh, 
I can't remember exactly what they did with her. Unlawfully is a big word for a, a place currently under martial law. That's <laughs> yeah, but it's he wasn't the marshal of the martial law, you know. Oh, but he was the yeah, marshal's yeah. son. So... Then, then, then should we say uh, for a place currently under mob rule? Ooh. Fair enough. Yeah, might make right in that case. Mm. All right. Um, so, how much um, of the world did you have built prior to? getting these these characters like like percentage of of world written at the beginning versus percentage the players contributed by the time it ended versus what exactly. you built by the time it ended thank you Scott. Uh, a little three wedge pie yeah so um i had enough of the world to run a pirate campaign shortly and briefly in it so so a fair amount uh, High, highly unrelated right and, i mean but it was way less exciting than the new world right <laughs> so so i didn't really have that much of it kind of figured out. I just basically had like the main countries and then I knew there were city states kind of in between. And so I, I, I basically built the, the web of relationships between the noble houses and like a couple of the other players, like um, the, you know, head constable and the leader of the thieves guild and like a couple of the temples. And so we had that kind of stuff. Right. So I, I kind of had like the overarching plot and, and design of the world, but not really the detail of, this city state so and they definitely like built a ton of npcs in the process because it was like oh yeah like we're gonna meet a shopkeeper it's like okay great what's the shopkeeper's name what does he sell like what does he like (laughs) so yeah that's like a lot of footwork great man uh so so any other takeaways for folks at home aside from from the internet can provide and that uh, political intrigue games are amazing and uh yeah anything besides that I think the reason it fell apart is because I switched tone too quickly. You switched t- so uh... so from political intrigue to sort you went of to frontier like like military front lines. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. um, I I just wonder if maybe I got the right players for the first arc, but not for the second arc. Mm. Or if, um, if if they'd been dragged into an uncomfortable place slowly, and then they ended up there, that could have made compelling, like you know, or out of our element or something. Yeah, right. or, yeah. or if life really caught up to them because you'd already played with them for twelve weeks, for three to four hours a week. Yeah, what are the odds? That's twelve. It weeks. could have been personal, right? I mean, maybe I smelled even via the internet. That you know, it's well, just a hygiene you know, thing. I, I didn't want to say. But but my sensor my my smell vision, yeah yeah smision blocked. I think it's the hat. I turned it off. A hat. Do you, do you watch the hat? I don't think you want to know. All right. <laughs> I don't. So, that's why I turned it off. On that note, we'll we'll uh, advance to our third section of the evening, which is cryptozoology. This is uh, in replace of in replacement of of our old section class review. Uh, we used to review uh, classes, but we finished all the classes in the player's handbook. And in lieu of, of just beating uh, our poor viewers over the head with uh, everything that comes out of, of Wizards now for, for optional enhancements to those same classes or, mm. or the swashbuckler archetypes or whatever, uh, we've decided to move on to the monster manual. So uh, starting us off with cryptozoology, the very first monster we've decided to do is Troll. Oh, we started alphabetically. Yep. Yes. Yes. From Alphabetical starting with T R O. From T R O L, actually. Are, are, are there any other T R O's? Yep. Troglodyte. Son of a. <laughs> yep. I'm staring right at him. I just want to point out, I pulled that one from memory. I want to point out that I'm looking at him. <laughs> I want to point out that alphabets. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Alphabet soup. Am I right, guys? I mean, that's just delicious. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I think the, the concept of this, right, is that we'll discuss uh, what, what, like, kind of the, the fluff or the feel of the monster, <laughs> the mechanical crunch of the monster in current 5th edition, any mechanical crunch that we preferred or recall from other editions or other systems, and uh, different places to apply the monster or, 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 or skins or, or places that it's worked or not. Anecdotes kind of uh, wide open. Anybody want to start? Look at you, Matt. Okay. Um... Trolls I haven't ever used much in my games. Yeah. And I did I did read this before starting today. And 5th edition definitely adds a little bit of um, depth to them where they make a table for severing limbs after a certain amount of damage. And that's cool because trolls have a, a rampant regeneration property that's like a thing that most people should know about trolls. So I found it interesting that this game, which went so... I'm going to say rules light because 
fifth edition compared to all their editions it's, it's is an more efficient rules. rule system. It's, yeah, it's an efficient rule system, right? So for them to do that for like the troll was very interesting to me. Like I was like, oh shit, look at this little green box with all its little doohickeys in it. Oh, if you sever a, you know, oh, if it has any arms left, it loses an arm. It's like, if it has any arms left, oh, I guess if you roll it, if you're dealing out a hell of a bit of damage in one turn, yeah. That's, that, that's fascinating. I've, I've run trolls before. I never knew about that table. And right. uh, that has interesting mechanical implications that their damage would roll down, right, from losing arms. Right, exactly, because then they wouldn't be able to make claw attacks. Yeah, exactly. And if they lose legs, then they're falling over. It's the only instance I know of where hit points equal meat in fifth edition. Like where where it's it's not morale. Yeah, where like a change in the number actually means like a change in the physical form. Mm -hmm. Um, Outside of like you know cutting a head off a hydra or something like mm-hmm. that which is yeah or, or like things that blow half or 40 percent like start to get red and blink basically mm-hmm. like now they'll use their extra you know oh i see but, you remember fourth edition yes yeah, everyone but, loves fourth edition bloody but the troll can turn that blinking into back into standard you know issue as long as it's not burned mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so so it's blinking you're like oh yeah this fight's almost over and then all of a sudden it's solid again you're like wait yeah. wait yeah. a minute this is bullshit Worst thing uh, players can ever do is is leave trolls living but disabled. <laughs> exactly. Uh, their overland movement speeds better than yours in this environment, suckers. I uh, I've I've run uh, trolls before in fifth edition. I I've, I've enjoyed them. Obviously, I I did not know about that limb thing, and that's fantastic. But um, I enjoyed them because they were a great. Uh, at least w- when I used them, they they were a real early challenge. Um, they were like the first challenge my players had at that point that, that was not just a straight-up bag of hit points with some attacks, right? There was something more complicated or, or terrifying happening. And I, I had a few new players at the table, so so they, they you know, like when you describe the wounds feeding in on themselves, right? And and uh, the, the troll's organic nature swolling around people, it, it really was kind of terrifying and effective, right? There was also uh, a couple of them, which was way better than just one, right? I, I think Ooh, if, wow. If yeah. you ever have a, a big black, you know, block a monster, you got to give them two or three, especially with trolls, because it means that it's not automatic to focus fire until one's down. People have mm-hmm. to learn that by screwing up, right? Which mm. is great. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that, that was the the first uh, big troll fight with that party, three trolls, and um, it was it was looking bad at the beginning, but then they figured it out and just wiped the floor with them, like ran them out. And I was like, oh, I probably waited one level too many for these, but uh, or there was just too many players, but it was fun. It was a good time. So, did they figure it out using traditional D and D rules of fire or Ernest scared stupid rules of milk? <laughs> Uh, he's yeah. moved into the next section of our section. <laughs> he's already talking <laughs> about milk weakness. They're, they're weak to milk. You, you haven't Ernest seen Ernest scared, scared stupid, stupid, have you? Oh, it's been a long time. Uh, no, no, no. I. Uh, they, they. Sadly, there was there was one uh, dude there who was who was an extraordinary metagamer Who you know, we got that initial shock. Then he's like, oh yeah, yeah, you got to fire acid or like behead them, you know. And he listed the things. Then everybody went mechanically to work, and then they decimated. Yeah, them. yeah. But it was it was dramatic up until that point. That was all right. That was all I wanted. Yeah, I mean, it's actually it's interesting. You said mechanically weak to fire um, an acid, but. They don't have weakness to fire acid. It's just that their just regeneration yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. So like it, they have like a, a weird a form of it. I mean, yeah. which in reality is a weakness. I mean, no, no, no it is. But but yeah. weakness in in fifth edition yeah, 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 yeah. Is, is also a thing, yeah, right? Yeah, so it's not, it's not interesting. Vulnerable in, or whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like in previous editions, I don't. Oh, I can't really remember to be honest. Trolls have never been really a favorite, but like I feel like they had actual vulnerability to elements. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they agreed. Take extra double damage. Yeah. Also, I like their decision just stylistically um, not to give them neon hair, um, but to retain the large belly button and lack of clothing. I, I'm I think checking that, the book. They're they're very traditional. Yep, very traditional in trolls. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, that's one of my favorite parts of fifth edition is how they've kind of kept prior editions intact, but sort of updated it to the modern rule set. Modern right. So like. And, and I know, like, the Trolls movie just came out, so, like, Neon Hair is back in and stuff, but, like, there's got to be some continuity here, you know what I mean? So I, I appreciate that. I think that was a good design decision. Absolutely. 
What do you guys think about the uh, the, the variants, like the environmental variants, like forest trolls and, and fire troll, frost trolls, the, the different sort of sub trolls? See, that's where I was gonna go because I've always wanted to run trolls in a in a different way, and I just never have. Um, have you got? Have any of you guys ever seen the miniseries called The Tenth Kingdom? NBC long time ago. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, it was about all the Disney movies after the happily ever after. So it was all these kingdoms that were based on like Snow White, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, oh, blah, 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 blah. I think I and have there was a couple um, episodes of that. That's on Netflix, right? Might be. I don't know. I own the DVD. I bought it off Blockbuster. So you can tell how long this wow. was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, needless to say, when I bought it, I I go the co- I bring the copy up to the front desk. No, excuse me. I ask for it. I'm like, hey, do you have the 10th kingdom? And they're like, yeah. And yes, the two towers are on the, the cover. And I was like, okay. So apparently at some point, people were coming in like disbelieving that they were on the cover, but they were because it was made well before. Right, exactly. And I was like, I, I don't think these were fictitious buildings. So great. Yeah, I just want to buy this. Thanks Here, take my money. But anyway, so in that there's a fifth kingdom and the fifth kingdom is the troll kingdom. And it's all these trolls. They're kind of like orcs, but they're, they're called trolls, but whatever. And they, they're obsessed with shoes and whatever. And it's all this nonsense. And I always wanted to have like a kingdom of trolls, which is a little like Warcraft, but more like the 10th kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like these trolls and they work together. And so they're less powerful than the D&D trolls as, as stated, but I still wanted to run like something like that. And just anytime I've played, I've never been able to shoehorn it in with where I'm going, but it's yeah. still like an idea that I have that I want these slightly regenerating, but you know, you know, fire still hurts them trolls. And I was going to call them kingdom trolls and make them a big deal, but I haven't been able to figure it out. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. But um, what's a DVD. <laughs> okay. So, Okay. After okay, we're gonna have to explain what DVR. So there's this type of um, media. This <laughs> there we go. It's, okay, it's, so it's after like a download, laser disc, but you get it right? in a box. Okay, so after the laser disc, right? We shrank it down to be like this big into a mini disc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, okay, before mini disc, it was a little bit. Okay, so here's a record, right? Here's a <laughs> laser disc. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think, uh, uh, on, on the note of the two towers, I did hear uh, a rumor somewhere <clears throat> that that there was some um, hip hop artist who uh, had had released an album, or they'd printed a bunch of albums just before it was uh, released, and uh, it the, the the cover was going to feature him like with a with a detonator thing and one of the twin towers blowing up, and this wow. was in like August 2011, right? And so and so that happened, and they just like threw away ten thousand CD covers. Like this is not happening. <laughs> Wait, I know they the, changed uh... the ending of Spider-Man for that. Uh, it, yeah, I remember that. It was uh, right now. the coup, right? Something like that? The coup? The coup, probably pronounced. I don't know. Whatever. They were like... Uh, man, they were... Uh, God. Like, um, like hip-hop Rage Against the Machine. The Coop cover art, Snopes.com, Exploding World Trade Center. True! Oh, there you go. I'm not oh, passing off misinformation. Wow. Oh, and they even have an image. I uh, might need to share this with the kids at home. Ah, maybe later. It's okay. it's fantastic. Uh, anybody at home, you can Google it. It's it's uh, Mundangerous. Uh, Shane is a gentleman and a scholar. Is indeed right. It is uh, The Coup, C-O-U-P. And uh, yes, they do in fact have the... Uh, trade towers is exploding wow <laughs> that's crazy good times so uh back to the troll who could uh <laughs> regenerate from all kinds of physical damage but not from political intrigue damage not from no. social capital loss from releasing an album cover like that trolls could never recover i think your um, city trolls I... your your urban trolls should suffer from that man uh, i'm gonna go ahead and say that they wouldn't because those trolls are resilient as hell they just keep coming. Come on, think about think about think about those urban trolls, those internet trolls. Those are urban trolls. Wait a minute, are internet, internet trolls, trolls also urban trolls? I feel like the majority of internet trolls are going to be suburban. Suburban trolls. Really? That's basement dwelling trolls, mind you, but mm. not. Okay. You don't think all they're right, penthouse right. trolls? Mm. Urban basements. Yeah. Hmm. 
I, I think you're going to find the trolls where it just just uh, if if you mapped out the trolls and you mapped out the U.S. population, the the density maps would be the same, right? I, I don't Agreed. think that it varies yeah. where you live. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you think it's an even distribution by population, huh? That would mm. be my guess. So my, you my think just is... like spontaneously, like half a percent of people with internet access are dicks. Just yeah. become trolls. Yeah. They what happens is they grow an extra dick from their forehead, which mm-hmm. marks them as an internet troll. So mm-hmm. I don't want to draw correlation and causation, but do we think that you're a troll before the internet, or do you think the internet makes you a troll? The internet makes you a troll. Really? Interesting yes. theory. Interesting. So, oh, that's right. Like uh, you know, I, I used to not think that, but but uh, you got a good point. I mean, I've, I've been very persuaded lately by uh, you know you you you, you can study things like um, you know internet trolls as a, a form of extremism recruitment, right? Like like Al Qaeda, and, and if you use those same models, it, it 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 works out. They're they're using the same models to recruit rage machines. That literally huh. happens. You you find alienated people and you alienate them further, and then you allow them a safe space to come into. That's supportive, right? The memeplex. It's the same recruitment model. Wow! Cool. I'm terrified. Yeah. You're, Great. You're, you're uh, okay, this will be my last podcast. Sorry, <laughs> right. sorry for the kids at I'm, home. I'm, uh, I'm going to go back to tonight. churning butter in my backyard. <laughs> if you'd like to see me, please send me a letter. At P.O. Box, RPG Academy. You're, you're going to live stream Twitch butter churning? Yep. If you'd like to see me. I like it. And if you'd like to send is... any hate mails, please send it to Caleb at the RPGacademy.com. <laughs> Caleb. It doesn't matter. He doesn't check it. But I, the hate mail always goes to Michael. That's, that's yeah, low, exactly. That's low. It's always got to go to the suit. Yeah, exactly. Microsoft it's always got to go to the, the, the figurehead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So, um... Any other last comments on on the the troll as 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 a monster? Other places we'd like to apply the troll. I'm excited to use these new limb tables at some point on somebody. That sounds hilarious. I'm I'm really enjoying fifth edition's combination of going really rules light, but then uh, getting back to some of the spirit of the completely random wackadoodle tables occasionally that are really fun, like random, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. magic table for the sorcerer Loot tables right? or like, shit, like yeah. random flavor tables. Exactly, yeah, yeah the, the random yeah. item table that everyone technically is supposed to roll on for character creation, right? Well, you uh, you touched on it. I, I guess we should talk about like customizing trolls, right? Because you talked about Scanning. one of your players straight metagamed mm-hmm. and said, "Oh, use fire and acid," mm-hmm. which I don't know. I, also, like it's trolls, right? Like, how can you be an adventurer and not know that trolls are weak to fire? Yeah. Right? You had to hear it at one point in a tavern, like someone goes, wah, 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 "I burned that troll with a torch." But, but right, right. Uh, so, so the fun thing is finding out that they're not actually weak to fire; they're weak to heat. And so because yeah, it's so cold out, your magical fire is not putting off enough heat to send to their bodies or something? Yeah, or just change the elements, right? Like, mm. oh, these are They're blue lightning trolls. trolls. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going to talk about lightning trolls, we might as well talk about Iron Kingdoms because they got that shit on lock. IK's got the lightning trolls, huh? Yeah, they got lightning trolls, fire trolls, slag trolls. I've never played a game, but I'd love to. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I plan I'm- on running one. So I played one with a mediocre GM at a catacon. A catacon. Oh, a catacon what, has no mediocre part, GMs. Part three, right? None. Fifteen. Has, yeah. yeah, twenty-fifteen. No yeah. yeah, he was all right. Mediocre GMs. Yeah, he was all right. He was pulling everything out of his ass. Oh, was was, was it this guy? Uh, it was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure was. I was also promised to go on uh, this guy's podcast, but. Uh, we that stopped never. doing interviews. That, yeah, we stopped doing interviews unless you wrote a setting for D and D. Then yeah. you can have an interview. Unless your name is Keith Baker or Monty Cook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless, then, unless then we eat shit. Eat unless shit. we grew up reading your words, we yeah, don't care what you think. Yeah, it's it's oh oh you're Monty Cook or yeah no you can but anyone else um here's shit. Eat so it. this is. This is a total aside, but um, yeah, the reason that we don't have any guests on Total Party Thrill is not because we're pretentious dicks. It's really? because that's just an added on. That's just a bonus. I, no, no that's cover. Cost. That's cover. That's cover. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a factor anymore. I'm just saying it's it's like it's um, your shield. Yeah. The real reason is because like the technology side is so wonky for us that like 
it's not worth it's such a pain in the ass to get it figured out and like mm. we've only ever done it twice it's just like like either we're going to commit to this which we don't want to do because that that sounds like a headache mm-hmm. um or it's, it's, we just have to be like no we're not going to figure it out we're just going to play dumb for the rest of time it's, it's shit or get off the pot exactly because yeah. because inevitably you know uh, what? The, the most famous people for some reason never want to record their own audio locally or they do and it's no. all screwed up and so all you have I, is skype and it's garbage I, t- I tell you what, though, man, a lot of the the big uh, and again, we've spoken to two big game designers. That would be Keith Baker and Monty Cook. So, so a lot of like, both. So 100 percent of the big game designers that we've spoken to, which is there also 100 percent of the game designers we've spoken to, uh, recorded their own audio because they do a lot of podcasts for promotion stuff. Right. And, so and like they they they're they're used they know it. how to do that. They just. Shoot yeah. That so out and... if you're engaged in the gaming community, like podcasts are a big part of that. So they're generally so, so, okay so then, at it why is it that when michael was on the the watts the official podcast they were like no don't record your own audio just skype in and then he sounded like a robot for 40 minutes or whatever i don't know uh, those I don't, guys yeah i guys. <laughs> they, they want to own all the quality really they they really want the call-in show vibe where you sound no, like they you're want, on am they, radio they, <laughs> like what excuse me i'm <laughs> angry about stuff no, what they want is Joe Manganiello to come back and talk about his awesome life and just everyone to go, man, I want to be his friend because <laughs> that's the way I felt after it. I was like, damn, his abs and damn his wife and damn. Damn his wife's abs. Is that the True Blood guy? Yeah. Super into D&D. He's Deathstroke in the new Batman movie and he just went on rants about how awesome it is and they played like new un unrevealed stuff with him and they had a bleep like sentences worth of shit he was talking about because oh, they didn't tell really him funny. he couldn't talk about it he's like oh yeah and then chris perkins came to the hotel we rent beep 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 and it was awesome and then this guy was like beep beep beep, beep. and i was like why didn't they just tell him not to say this shit it's awesome no it's really cool and i was like that guy was kind of cool before but now he's really cool so Damn. so shane maybe third guest Man, I mean, fuck it, right? Shoot for the oh, stars. Okay, that that dude is way above our pay grade, man. Like, but yeah, if you are a Hollywood actor with an IMDb page and like, I have an IMDb page, and have appeared in something I've seen ever. Uh, no, no, I gotta set new requirements. <laughs> Uh, if you're like C plus list or better, and yeah, okay. an actor, yeah, you know, yep, yep. Right? You know what? I'm on double Z, so I'm I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you've brought the alphabet into it. You know what? Eat shit. You got it. Here we go. Shit sandwich. Hey, thank local you. celebrity Ooh. Matthew Perotti will be on the show just as soon as he stops being a local celebrity. That's right. As soon as I become national, a regional, a regional celebrity. celebrity. Hey, I'm working on it. I got a couple gigs going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got two gigs this weekend. That's and right. Both I mean, paid. I mean I that bar mitzvah you know, might really pay out. <laughs> that bar mitzvah has reach, man. <laughs> Someone's gonna say, you know what I thought when you were up there? Let me tell you something. Oh, where's my yarmulke? Hang on. You know what I thought? One of his cousins is friends with uh with a with a kid whose dad is an agent in Miami. Agents in Miami know a lot about agents in LA. You're just like yep. two Listen, steps away. My aunt Boca in Rattan, she's gonna get you going. Nice. And I'm just come over here. You're job. adorable. I'm just gonna quit my job and just say, you know what? Winds take me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Just, just get on the the uh, not the bris circuit, the the bar, the bar mitzvah circuit. That's right. I'll be I'll be in the bar mitzvah circuit. That's mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Just professional. Just At a that. local just bar mitzvah it. near you, teaching improv to 68 adults. Here we go. <laughs> Da-da. All right, guys, here we go. Where have my fingers been? I said, where have my fingers been? I love that game. <laughs> oh, that game is the worst. It's super fun, but it's still the worst. It's great for this. We should definitely do it for this. All right. So uh, I think that concludes our cryptozoology section. And uh, I think before we sign out, we're going to have to do a set of where have my fingers been. <laughs> You guys have to teach this one to me. Yes. Oh, yes. oh you'll learn very quickly. As, as a start, thoroughly untrained improver. The, the, yeah. the, the, the danger is singing the song is going to be a yep. lot of sync, but we'll do the best. All right. Where, where have, have my fingers, fingers been? been? Where, where have, have my fingers, fingers been? been? Detroit. Oh, 
Um, they're um, they've decided to knock down half the city and put eco-friendly farms. That sounds, sounds like some bullshit. Oh, but it's gonna be a really neo city where we're. There. I just want to burn it all down. Oh, okay. Um, bye. That's and what that's my fingers, fingers have been. been. Where, where have my fingers been? Where, where have, have my fingers been? Um, at the opening to the new Conan movie. Tickets, tickets. Can I take your tickets? Look, I thought this piece of shit was free. No, you still gotta buy a ticket. Honestly? Like, I mean, is this a reissue? Did they get, like, adults to film this? Is it a cartoon? I don't even remember. Like, look, sir, uh, I know it's the middle of a Tuesday, but you still have to buy a ticket. What if I, uh, give you some coke? You'll let me into the movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, all right. And that's where <laughs> and my that's fingers have been. been. Where, where have, have my fingers been? been? Where, where, where have my fingers been? been? Middle Earth. <laughs> Your fingers are up, Shane. Oh, they're my fingers? Yep. Yeah, that's you. Sorry. No nerd shit. And that's, that's where my fingers have been. We keep the bit alive. We just kept the bit alive. Yeah. All right. So that's it, I think, for another fantastic episode of Detention. I'm uh, letting y'all go with a warning this time. But next week, uh, everybody should tune back in, uh, all of you all, for uh, another fantastic edition where we'll feature uh, whatever monster comes after T-R-O-L in the oh, Monster I, Manual. It'll be great. Thought- Thought it was whatever. Uh, no, we're not doing the Umber Hulk. One dangerous. We're not doing the Umber Hulk next. Not? I love the Umber Hulk. <laughs> no. All right. We'll do something great. It'll be amazing. Yeah. It'll be bigly, I swear. Uh, and uh, that's it for me. And uh, I'll sign off in the name of the Caleb G, uh, my favorite co host, and probably all of yours. And of course, uh, Michael of the RPG Academy. Uh, all complaints go to one of them. And uh, if you guys want to sign out. Bye. Nice. <laughs> how can you follow that? Uh, yeah, you can tell me how wrong I was about everything I said today at Mundangerous on Twitter. You, you, uh, it's M U N Dangerous. I. Uh, it's it's funny. Uh, you know, you have a good audio voice, and uh, because the because of reusing that exact same audio clip of M U N Dangerous, or just saying it exactly the same every time, that's now stuck in my head, and I repeat it every time I I hear uh, your name or your nickname. That's M U N Dangerous. That's no, that is uh, that is patter. That is just muscle memory. Wow, you've you've yeah. got it. You got it yeah. going. We've on. been impressed by Shane constantly on this episode with the with the Reddit gaming and and the although and his the where have my fingers been bit it's just where my fingers been could use some work you know what you're not wrong Scott listen guys I would offer to take another pass at it <laughs> but I think I'd rather plug my podcast Total Party Thrill at <laughs> on iTunes. <laughs> It's it's a, a TPT cast in many places for uh, those who uh, need it. Don't mistake it, that for toilet paper uh, T cast because that's, that's right. not what they're do. Yeah, uh, that's well, not. To- it's a different podcast. It's mm-hmm. the that's same humor, podcast. but a different podcast. Yeah, yeah, my podcast on toilet paper, uh, and and we just every episode we just debate over or under, and spoiler over always wins. Yeah, a hundred percent always. Also, if also, you want to hear me and my friends bullshit, go to Zero's Talking Heroes podcast on iTunes and dot com. And if you want to hear me and my friends bullshitting, come around next week on Wednesday night, where I'm sure we'll be doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I just found out I was Scott's friend, guys. This just became the best Wednesday ever. It turns out you're not invited next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My friends will be on next week. You guys? Yeah. yeah. Out. Gone. That's, that's it. Uh, God, my chest is hurting. Someone call. Brutal. Brutal. All right. Well, have a good evening, folks. Thanks again for watching. Arriva Darchi. Bye. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Bye. 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 Goodbye. I don't know if we're still alive. Bye. We're still alive. Bye. Bye. This is over. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. 
We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, The Caleb G, at The Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at The RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. Yeah.